2: Good evening and happy Friday Eve. That's right, we are rolling into the weekend after tonight, and I'm super excited. I'm always excited to be with you guys, whether it's Monday, Thursday, going into a weekend, whatever day of the week it is. Glad to have you all here with me. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show, also on Facebook. That's always where I broadcast live in addition to being uh, coming at y'all from The Answer San Diego and great comments. And I always I always tell myself at the top of the show, I'm going to try to save some time to read some comments on air and I just get so busy. There's always so many topics every night that I have to get through. So, But tonight I'm going to make a promise. I'm going to read some comments out. So do go there. And post some comments there. You can always email me at show.com as well. I get a lot of messages there from people who express what they like, what they don't like. I'm always open to topic ideas, guest suggestions as well. The number is 888-344-1170 if you want to call in and say hi. We got lots to talk about tonight. Everybody is still talking about, oh my gosh, Mitch McConnell, other Republicans have weighed in on Trump daring to say something uncomplimentary about John McCain. Well, there was a great article that came out today about AM Greatness, from AM Greatness, uh, with some details that are kind of relevant to the fact that everybody... We're now on Mueller Watch, Mueller Report Watch, almost like the Countdown to Debate Watch or the Countdown to Elections or Jury Verdict Watch whenever we would have a high-profile case. That's where we're at now. And it's interesting tonight because would we be even on... A Mueller report watch. Would there even be a Robert Mueller had it not been for John McCain doing what he could as a part of facilitating a weaponized deep state and FBI and DOJ seeking to criminalize, to investigate and criminalize American citizens for their politics. We're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. President Trump pushed back today against the forces that want to silence conservatives. We're going to rap about that. And then I got a question for you all as well as for DJ Carrotsticks, who's going to weigh in in a minute. The question of the night is, big big, big article at the top of Drudge, oh my gosh, people are swiping left and right, whatever that means, on the dating apps, because I don't I do not do dating apps, uh, that people are swiping, they ain't interested in dating somebody who shares their political views. And uh, DJ Carrot Sticks and I are going to talk about that later, and we invite you to weigh in. 888-344-1170. Should people date those who do not share their political views? Speaking of the man... DJ Carrot Sticks—I've referenced him a few times. It's the man himself. Hey, does anyone want
3: carrot sticks? Get him out of here! She must have been uh, swiping left on me.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like sounds like somebody swiped left.
3: Swipe left means you're not interested. Swipe right means you are.
2: Okay, is Isn't that not on-
3: funny too? Left, you're not. Right, you are.
2: Oh, oh, okay. See, it's always about the left and right. Interesting. Interesting. Um. I said, are you ready, my friend? Have you researched that, that article I sent to you? Are you, you prepared to discuss? I sent him another one that we're going to talk about as well that involved men and some Democratic legislators from Georgia who got a plan for men. These Democrat women say, y'all want to mess with us? You want our womb? Well, we got a plan in which we're going to control your men. So, and I sent the article to DJ Carrot Sticks. He said, I'll let you talk about that one on your own. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Big news coming out of Syria and coming out of the fight over uh, Islamic the Islamic Jihad Islamic terror war, and that involves ISIS. So uh, our man Julia Rivera, coincidentally, has been working and studying on this topic before the news broke today that the caliphate could be over. It might have been a caliphale. So he's going to weigh in on that. Um, but I want to I want to open tonight because I was so excited with uh, president trump's press conference today in which he brought forth all these young people to tell their stories because you know the democrats always love every time they want to push some socialist agenda item they got to trot out some oh you know jay tapper tried it today i got a text message from a combat vet asking me how could a republic my soul just hurts my soul just hurts that that president trump would say anything bad about john mccain you know of course there's no name or any copies of the text messages but the left loves to trot out every sad sack story that they can to try to push their agenda in this case president trump's doing the same thing he did it with the angel families and there's no denying the reality of the horrific tragedies that they've suffered and you know what it was just as real today to see these young people come out and tell stories about how they were bullied, beaten up, bashed, t- and terrorized on campuses of publicly funded, publicly underwritten. We spend, according to John Stossel, we spend $80 billion a year, ADB, subsidizing these universities. That's your money. That's my money. That's DJ Cartstick's money. And These people, these institutions are going to terrorize. They're going to deny the civil rights of young people because they're conservative. So hat tip to President Trump for stepping in and saying, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. He signed an executive order to promote free speech on college campuses. I'm super excited about this. Uh, I think it's being mischaracterized in the media. Uh, news reports, even locally, keep saying that President Trump plans to withhold, you know, funding. You know, the reality of what he's proposing here is that it is promotion. It's not a punishment. What the plan is. Is that under the, uh, as President Trump says, under the guise of spe- free speech codes, safe spaces, and trigger warnings, these universities have tried to restrict free thought, impose total conformity, and shut down the voices of great young Americans that, like those here today? He did not, notice he did not use anything related to the language of their civil rights were removed from them, they were denied the, exor- the ability to exercise their constitutional rights. They, he didn't go that far, nor did it go so far as to punish the universities. What it's going to do is direct 12 grant making agencies to use their authority in coordination with the White House Office of Management and OMB, Management and Budget, to ensure institutions that receive federal research or education grants promote free speech and free um, inquiry so this this will apply to more than thirty five billion in grants, so really what it's doing is that it's it's more incentivizing them to allow kids to exercise their constitutional rights of free speech uh, that 's on public universities on private universities what they 're going to do because private universities who don't receive any federal funding whatsoever, they have more flexibility on free speech they don 't have to allow anybody to post. Um, you know, information on bulletin boards related to, you know, Christian organizations or anything like that. But what they're going to do is they're going to uh, work with the private institutions that if they if they promote themselves as an institution that that offers equality and free speech and all that, then they've got to live up to it. Um, I'm super happy about this. I don't think it went far enough. I think that when we have what we have here is we have public universities, that are punishing students for exercising their civil rights – we have a constitutionally protected right in this country to assemble and to exercise our free speech. Now, if they want to restrict it to certain areas because maybe they don't want like at the student union at LSU, we had free speech alley because that way that was an area where anybody could get up and scream all day long and it wouldn't interfere with somebody who's trying to study in the library. So if you want to, you know, put it to certain areas, that that's one thing. But these people's civil rights were violated. When this kid is punched in the face because he's setting up a table on behalf of turning point usa i think that we should have done what the left does and that's use the attorney general and the department of justice and investigate the civil rights violations at universities as well as uh, now I, I i of course the kid who punched him their local authorities got involved and filed a lawsuit against him and, and filed charges against him but the university didn't do anything i can't remember if it was at berkeley or where it is
3: you know was he a student
2: yeah he was a student
3: he should be expelled
2: Exactly, and and but what did they, and what did the university do? What what punishment did they have? What's what's been happening here? And this is across the uh, the country. These universities. So where is if we had after Michael Brown? assaulted a police officer and, and got himself killed we had loretta lynch launch an investigation into police depart- the police department in ferguson and all police departments around the country why aren't we doing the same thing you know the left is using our courts and you has used the department of justice to remove our civil rights look what happened to jack phillips i think it's time that as conservatives and republicans that we start using the courts to make sure that our civil rights are protected so for me it didn't go far enough but at least it was something that was done. And we'll see if if there's actually any results for it. Because you know, um, as I talked about with Devin Nunes' lawsuit, I was glad he filed that lawsuit against Twitter and as well as some individual accounts. Because unless you punch back that bully and punch him back in a way that inflicts some pain on him, it's not going to stop. The second piece of the news today was President Trump announced that he's going to do something by way of dealing with the student loan debt issue. We currently have, I think, upwards of about, I don't know, over a trillion dollars in um, past due. I guess, student loans that haven't been paid. And one of the things that he talked about doing was making the colleges and the universities on the hook. Because if we have guaranteed student government loans and a kid defaults, it comes on the taxpayers to pay it. And now President Trump is is saying that maybe that should fall on the schools, that if the kids don't get a quality education and they can't pay back the loans, that the schools should have to bear some weight on that. I, I, like the, I, I like the idea a little bit in theory, but, but I, have an, I have an issue with that as well because it basically doesn't put any onus on the students themselves. It was my choice to go to a college or university. It was my choice to assume student loans to pay for it, which I did, and it took me 11 years to pay it off. And there were times where I had no food to eat, but I made my student loan payment. Kids are voluntarily going to school. They're not forced to. Going to college or a university is not a right bestowed upon you. Nobody's forced to incur debt. Students are not forced to get degrees that aren't marketable. And there's no way that, and you could even be a student who goes to school and gets a degree that's marketable, but you can't present yourself in a job interview and get hired. Or maybe you can't perform. You can have a degree and not have the ability to perform the tasks. So then what happens? Then you can't, with there's, I think John Stossel who's done some great reporting uh, over the years on the issues with why colleges, the student loan, uh, the cost to go to colleges increased 553%. Uh, John Stossel reported a few years ago that there were, what, 80,000 bartenders with college degrees. Why? Because did they get a degree that nobody nobody was interested in, that couldn't get them a job that didn't match the jobs that were available today in the industries that were hot in hiring? I don't understand, or maybe they've got degrees, but they don't have the ability they can't they can't perform on the job. they can't submit to their boss's requirements. There's lots of reasons. there's just too many factors that don't have anything at all to do with the taxpayer or even the institution itself. So to me, this just continues to push forth the notion of not assuming individual responsibility. I think we've got a cultural issue. First of all, John Stossel has also done amazing reporting over why. This doesn't address the fact of why tuitions are going up when you've got idiots like Elizabeth Warren being paid $400,000 to teach one class. Or how about, as John Stossel pointed out, the University of Missouri that built some incredible day spa because they, they told John Stossel that it's, you know, it's, it, it's easier to recruit good kids if they've got a day spa. To use and every day is spring break instead of trying to recruit them over the three R's. Hillary Clinton, um, final thought, uh, one of the things John Stossel points out is that Hillary Clinton's uh, right when she says that Over a lifetime, college graduates earn a million dollars more. He says that's statistically true, but it's misleading because people who go to college are different. They're more likely to have been raised by two parents. They did better in high school, and therefore they'd probably make more money if they never went to college. And the guy who started PayPal said, look... Uh, And John Stossel goes on to explain the colleges and universities really were a way of trying to show that you were upper crust. They most of the time they started out as seminaries and they really weren't even about learning anything. And most of the higher like when I got hired by Xerox. It really wasn't about what I learned or what my major was or even what my GPA was it's just that I had the piece of paper they felt like then that proved and Stossel talks about this at length they felt like then that proved that I was somebody that they could teach according to you know their culture and what they wanted me to do and and this and Stossel's like maybe instead of saddling kids with two hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt maybe corporations could figure out a better way to to think about how to qualify somebody besides requiring $250,000 in debt. So the bottom line is this. I'm well past my break. I know DG carrot sticks. There is so much that goes behind the issue of why kids are coming out with too much debt. And the solution should not ever be on the taxpayers in any way, in my opinion. And if you put your name to a loan, be prepared. I don't care if it takes you until you're 90 years old, whatever you borrow from, whether it's for a car, for a home, for a credit card or for a student loan debt, you assumed a responsibility, and you need to fulfill it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, President Trump made a promise on uh, taking down ISIS. Did we fulfill it? Did he take down the caliphate? Was it a caliph failed? We're going to talk to Julio Rivera when we come back. 888-344-1170. If you got anything that you... Am I too harsh on this student loan thing? Y'all call me and let me know.
0: FM, 96.1, North Cali, AM, 1170, San Diego. The answer. The Answer San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone.
2: Let's take a selfie.
0: Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. The app is social, making you the first to know and respond. Download the free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego.
1: Spring is here, folks, and with the rainy season coming to an end, it's finally time to tackle all those home improvement projects you've been putting off. It's the Solar for America Spring Savings Sale, America's number one solar roofing and home improvement contractor. We all know solar can save you big money, but did you know a Solar for America energy and battery system will add an average of $25,000 in value to your home? That's right. Save money, get a huge tax credit, and increase your home's value all with zero out-of-pocket unapproved credit. That's not all, folks. It's the Solar for America Spring Saving Sale. Call now to save an extra $100 per panel on solar, up to $1,500 off on any GAF 50 year roof. And if that's not enough, we'll even throw in up to 50 feet of redwood fencing absolutely free. It's the Solar for America Spring Savings Sale. And it's only good through March 31st. Just call 888 585 4055. That's 888 585 4055. Who do you want on your roof? 888 585 4055. CACSLB 1050201 1050133 1045872. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you
6: customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers.
7: Hey, Demi Nucio here, and my dad Richard has a great radio show. Sunday mornings at 9, right here on The Answer San Diego. It's called It's Your Business, and it's the only financial show in the U.S. that discusses wealth, but never money. Rather, he and his amazing guests discuss health, relationships, knowledge, and philanthropy. The things that make you truly wealthy. And yes, sometimes I join in too. Don't miss It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9, right here on The Answer San Diego. We can't wait to have you join us.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer.
4: Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. That's a good little groove there, DJ Carrot Sticks. It ain't exactly R&B and soul, but I, I, anybody, what is that? I
3: thought I had a little Puerto Rican vibe.
2: Yeah. It's funny. I was watching one of my uh, real estate shows last night. They were showing some good property down in Puerto Rico, and, I'm, and uh, which t- leads me into my next guest. That's right. We got the conserva Rican with us. My man, Julio Rivera, editorial director from Reactionary Times and from America's Common Ground. Hey, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey Andrea, how, how are you? Well, I'm good. Things are good here in SD. You know, we have uh, we got springtime. It's been raining, but otherwise, it's pretty good. We got some high surf here in SD. You know, even on a even on a rainy day, it's always a good day being close to the beach, my friend. So, um, I it, it's my
1: boogie
7: board.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you <laughs> surf or do you just boogie board? No.
7: No, absolutely no. You know what I do? I like paddleboarding. I've never really gotten the, the actual surfing. I'd like to learn though. Yeah. I eventually, will.
2: Well, there's a there's a group of ladies in La Jolla, and uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but they've got like the the best. I think the most successful surf lesson shop here is run by ladies. Uh, here. Yeah. And they're like real ladies. They're not like ladies who, they're not like men who identify as ladies. So, you know, let me know if you're coming out. I can, I can put you in their direction. Okay. So, um, big news came out of Syria today. And coincidentally, my man Julio had been working on an article already and doing some research on what was going on with ISIS. This was one of the main things that president Trump had campaigned on was getting rid of the, uh, the ISIS state, the ISIS caliphate. And so the announcement today was, is that it was a caliph failed. It's done. The leaders had turned themselves in. The main area that they had has been pretty much decimated with air bombs because they were hiding out in these underground caves and all this kind of stuff. But you say that that's not necessarily true, that it's not necessarily a caliph failed. What happened?
7: Well, more or less, the, the area that still falls under ISIS influence has actually grown exponentially i mean and and the president put this information out himself voluntarily i mean i think a lot of people got caught up in the color coding on the picture that he was actually showing and the, and, the, and it is expressed pretty clearly in it that those areas those areas that are in gray and i'm referring specifically to the tweet that the president sent out that had the infographic that showed and are you uh familiar with that tweet andrea that actually showed no. the areas, the comparisons. So, okay, so on the first one shows from 2017, a large area that's covered in red with no, really little to no gray areas within that graphic, saying that these are areas that are uh, ISIS strongholds. The picture that he showed was supposedly expressing what the situation is now um, has no red areas virtually. And it has a large amount, almost comparable, probably about 60 percent of what the red area was, is showing in gray. And the graphic says that these are areas that are still under ISIS influence, where they're still influencing the region. But they're not necessarily under, you know, under um, the, the, the under ISIS control. ISIS. OK, exactly. But it's still ISIS influence. There's associates. There's, you know, people that have previously sheltered these people. These are places that they previously had conquered, that they put in, you know, they, some, some semblance of, uh, you know, a, a lot of manpower and people. Interested. They haven't killed everyone. Right. So it's one of those things where, I mean, we can call it a victory. I, the, the bigger problem to me, Andrea, has always been why do we get caught up in these interventions? When there's no guarantee, like if you're a president, you're not going to be there for the long term. The truth of the matter is that even if you have a successful presidency and you win re-election, you're in power for less than a decade. That is not a long period of time. Right. And when we're consistently changing from one party to another, where everybody has a completely different outlook and vision for what they want foreign policy to be, why? It's like one of those, you broke it, you bought it, but, you know, the next Consumer may not necessarily want to have anything to do with it. You get up with a Barack Obama, who kind of you know wasted a lot of uh, uh, artillery, you know, shooting at uh, you know targets that had really not that much significance and wasting a lot of time and money. Right. And yeah. Let me. Yeah. Let people. me
2: inter- interject um, because yeah. I mean. What we got to be thinking about more strategically as to what the end game is, if we get involved in something, because we now have, according to reports, 65,000 in a camp somewhere of bad guys. And now the question is, what are we going to do with them? And then, of course, because we had idiots like these young Americans going over there as ISIS brides having kids. Now they're being considered victims. They want to come back and then, oh, what do we do with the kids? So there's all these ancillary issues that come about that are created, of course, when Obama drew his red line in the sand, and then everything blew up over there. That caused all these refugees to leave. That has gone a huge way in destroying Europe in so many ways. Also, how many ended up over here? We can't vet them, so we need to be thinking before we get involved in anything. You're right; we need to be thinking about it. What's in our best interest? What is what is the definition of a win? Are we going to do everything we can to win? Which means don't be playing any politically correct crap like like Mad Dog. Mattis put our troops through in Afghanistan, playing his political correct crap over there, changing the rules of engagement to to put intentionally, intentionally putting our people in harm's way because he wanted to kiss up to an ideology of people that are never going to love us no matter what we do. This is insane what we're doing. We uh, we need to be – we need to understand – it's like – I, I it, it, it. bear with me here as I'm trying to connect the dots. But it's like I, I, I read this article of an interview that Rush Limbaugh had, uh, a conversation with somebody who called in and says, I'm not watching Fox anymore because of what they did to Judge Janine." Then it became this whole conversation about the Islamic terror where he's like, you know what? He's Rush kind of said the same thing I did. He said since – on 9-11, they killed 3,000 of us. And since then, we've done everything we can do to apologize – instead of realizing the ideology for what it was and doing everything possible to protect ourselves. And that means not letting one person in from one of these terrorist-infected countries at all Mm -hmm. not putting our people in harm's way and if we're going to send our dudes over in harm's way rush didn't say all this but if we're going to send our dudes over in harm's way we better be prepared to kill anybody and everybody and and really go scorched earth otherwise it's just a mess it's just a mess and oh by the way we also got and i'll let you wrap up we also have to stop this notion that islamic terror is only islamic terror if it's in the form of a group whether it's al-qaeda boko haram isis or whatever it is an ideology it's not an organization that we face
7: Exactly. So you know, lone wolves are a real thing in that ideology. But to answer, you said something earlier that I wanted to jump in on, and you were saying like, "What's the end game?" There isn't really an, a true end game or a true victory for us in in this because this is some, something that's been going on for fourteen hundred years, and as long as these people exist, there is no real radical Islam. Islam is what it is, and it's going to continue to work that way. The, the problem that we need to control and mitigate is our level of immersion in it. You know, yes. obviously we got attacked. A lot of that you can go back and point to the Clinton administration not handling business after the first World Trade Center attack, not handling business after as after the USS Cole attack. He had, you know, we had the shot and we didn't take it, you know. But and as a byproduct of that, you know, we wind up getting hit and caught up in these wars that George W. Bush was all too happy yeah. to get us involved in. So it, it, it's about mitigating our level of immersion in it and i think what trump is doing and trump i think in his heart thinks he's doing it right because he's saying okay you know i i I think that we can justifiably say that we're in a better position than we were two years ago so we're going to pull out but i don't necessarily think i wouldn't expect there to be a prolonged period of control order and peace as a result of the uh, pull out of the united states i mean i just don't think It's one of those things where we can never really claim a victory because it's just there's going to be another insurgency eventually. There's an eventuality to that that we have to just accept.
2: Absolutely, because that's the ideology. It's never going to go away, and it is not mm-hmm. compatible, and, and Trump understands that, and he talked about it in, in terms of two issues, in terms of bringing people here as, as part of the refugee program. He said it's not just a matter of bringing in people here that want to do us harm in terms of terrorism, but there's also a cultural aspect, and we see it play out with Ilhan Omar, who, not, she, who does, is not compatible with our culture. She's not compatible, and her political agenda is not compatible with the U.S. Constitution, and, and whether, whether or not that's even related to Islam, She's just not compatible with what what this country is all about. And, and what we and our Judeo-Christian principles and values and U.S. Constitution on which this country was founded. And we've got an issue with our southern border we got to deal with. They 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 rounded up like 400 the other day in five minutes. We've also got an mm-hmm. issue with our economic borders where we've we've President Trump is trying to play catch up after the Obama administration let everybody in the world hack and Hillary Clinton got away with her felonious email scheme making everything open. And we've also got an issue then with bringing in um, the visa program as well as all the different. Ways Ways that we bring people in around the world and our country. We are just at such a risk. And President Trump yeah. is, is trying to do it himself. So, Julio, thank you for being here. Now, you've got an article coming out about this. How can people read that? When's it going to be up?
7: Um, I'm still in the process of writing it. I'm not even sure who I'm going to submit it to yet, but I mean, it'll be up. And uh, you can check that out on my Facebook page, Julio Rivera. Check out uh, at oh, yeah, it's Julio on Twitter as well.
2: All right. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Always great to have Hulu. You know, we play your sound every Friday night from when you filled uh, in for me. Yeah. Woo! 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 Friday night. I love it. Thanks so much for no being problem. here. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. All right. Now, stay tuned. When we come back, we got a couple other topics to get into. Great article today about AM greatness. This gal wrote this article and she's like, "You know what? I think Trump should back off on comments about McCain in the funeral and really get into the real deal." Of what McCain, uh, the issues with John McCain, because as we're on uh, Mueller Report Watch, uh, some of John McCain, uh, his role in this uh, has been revealed. We got to talk about that. And should you date somebody who does not share your political views? 888-344-1170.
4: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump.
2: We're not going to be
4: president. Never
2: and be president. I
1: continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be
2: president. There certainly were a lot of people saying Trump wouldn't be president. Talk about collusion with a capital C. Andrea K here. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your chance to win a poster size expose from the Epic Times on Spygate linking all the players in some of America's most powerful agencies that were against Donald Trump's presidential campaign. You must be a VIP club member to enter. For for details, visit the answer sandiego.com. Donald Trump is not going to be president
0: of
8: the United States. Take it to the bank.
0: Since 1994, Brothers Home Improvement has been installing windows in homes across California and Nevada. Right from the get go, we knew the whole family was going to be fully invested here. One of the nine brothers and sisters of Brothers Home Improvement,
7: Michael. So we made sure, you know, that we were going to be able to look our neighbors, friends, and neighbors in the face and know that we could see them at the coffee shop and they would look at us and say, "Hey, Brothers, you did
0: my windows." Does Brothers Home Improvement have a single location?
7: We've got five different locations across
0: California. We've got one in Nevada. If you're so big, you. You must use subcontractors.
7: So from the beginning, we said, you know what? Our own installers. So that's worked out great for us as far as our reputation.
0: Improve the beauty of your home now. For a limited time, check out their special offer of $1,000 off on 10 or more windows, $720 off on 8 or more windows, and $300 off 4 or more windows. Call now for a free in-home estimate, 800-672-3777, or see brotherswindows.com.
4: Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political
3: cartoons.
4: (laughs) Register for The Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business, Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. Andro 400 Max, man, that's a game changer. You know, I don't eat as much as I used to, and I don't miss it, and I don't feel deprived. I've lost 37 pounds, and the spare tire around my waist is gone. I mean, it's gone. Plus, I've got a lot more energy. You know, I couldn't be happier.
0: Now, listen to what Bill said about Andro 400.
7: I have tried all kinds of different things to lose weight for years, and this thing is crazy. I've lost 20-something pounds. This is the best product I've ever tried. I don't get the urge anymore for sweets. It's amazing.
0: Guys, do you want to curb your appetite, lose fat, and feel great? Then try Andro 400, the natural testosterone booster that melts belly fat. Call 1-888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Or go to andro400.com. Andro 400.com FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer
4: news, politics and current events. It's the Andrea K show on the answer. San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. So this big thing about John McCain is still, you know, heating up. It's still, you know, uh, I was just reading that Maria Bartiromo was, was who I just love. Uh, what, what's her nickname? Wall Street Babe or something like that. I mean, you know who Maria Bartiromo is, don't you? You don't know DJ Carrot Sticks? Yeah, she's just outrageously beautiful. Fox Business, um, just absolutely as brilliant as she is beautiful. And I just saw, it just flashed, some headline article saying, oh, Mr. President, John McCain pun- can't punch back. Um, well... <laughs> What does that have to do with anything? I mean, when do, who? I, I've been talking about this for a long time. Who wrote the rules in America that simply be because somebody died, that the reality of how they lived is no, is no longer subject to conversation or criticism? That's ridiculous. I don't have to. I don't have to subscribe to that rule. I don't have to watch what I have. To, what what I say. This is America. You know. I the there's this. Aspect of conservatism, this push for groupthink that's just as strong as it is on the left. That if you don't toe the line and you don't share an opinion and therefore follow the rule, that somebody decides to set for you, that it's wrong. And I'm seeing that played out with McCain. If you don't want to speak ill of the dead, I didn't sign that in in a contract with you. That's not a part of the U.S. Constitution. I have the right to have whatever opinion I have of somebody. I have the right to pick my heroes. I have the right to have whatever opinion I have of anybody walking around this earth, particularly a politician who's been paid by the taxpayers to do a job and betrayed his constituents. I have every right for my opinion and every right to share it. McCain, Herman Cain, tweeted out today, why is it that John McCain can't be criticized? And I retweeted it and said because he's become a favorite tool of the left and from the never-Trumpers to bash Trump and to silence conservatives. Conservatives, so many of these never-Trumpers are just as bad as liberals in their demands to toe the line. Who are we talking about here? Read an article from AM Greatness today. She tweeted out, she said, I wish everybody, Trump would back off from comments about didn't get thanked for the funeral. Let's focus on really how crappy John McCain was as a human being and particularly as a citizen with the role that he played in the coup attempt. Of a free and fairly elected president. This is too long of an article for me to get into. But she talks about. She starts out with the lie. That he put in his book. As he puffed out his chest. Uh, why would somebody bring the dossier to me? Because I'm well known. As being Mr. Anti-Putin. That dude had so, just reeked. Of a little man. Napoleon, Napoleonic complex. And that's really what drove. His hatred for Trump. So much so. That he li- and he lied about it. He pretended that he got it from Steele when he didn't. He got it from Simpson. He pretended that that he got it and immediately gave it over to the FBI, which wasn't true. He sent his right hand man, some dude named uh, Kramer, who got it from Glenn Simpson, leaked it to BuzzFeed, pled the pled the fifth in order to avoid uh, questioning. McCain lied in his book. About where he got it from, when he got it. She goes on to explain as though at the time he wrote this book that we didn't already know that this didn't come from some government that, that knew that John McCain was the great protector of America and the, and the great one who could stand up, the only man in America that could stand up to Putin. It was crap. At the time he wrote his book, we all knew it was propaganda paid for by Hillary. So on top of him being a traitorous weasel, he was so narcissistic and duplicitous that he thought he could get it over on us. And then even after all that, he he continued to push the lie in the media that that he, that Russia had interfered in such an extent it was called an act of war. He wanted a commission to be done about the hacking in the US uh, campaign. And I believe at the time that he wrote that if I'm if I'm correct, it was after Rod Rosenstein, he was still pushing that after Rod Rosenstein came out with their indictments for 15 I think it was after that with the indictments for 15 Russians in which he said that no American even knew that they were com- communicating with with a Russian and it didn't impact the election. You cannot tell me that you care about the rule of law in this country when you weaponize a government against its people and allow for illegal investigations not based on any evidence of a crime committed but simply because you don't like them politically and you know what this wasn't the first time John McCain did this John McCain as it was revealed by Judicial Watch he lied and said he didn't have anything at all to do with the IRS targeting of Tea Party groups but maybe he didn't but his his man out of his office did he said his office didn't have anything to do with it and they did Judicial Watch got the notes from it his guy wanted them ruined wanted everything, the full weight of the IRS to ruin, ruin the Tea Party groups. Looks like my buddy Chet's on the line. Um, I'm going to go to Chet, but uh, my buddy Chet, I've only got one minute. You got something you want to weigh in here in the last minute?
3: Yeah. yeah, Andrea, you know, I'm sorry to call you two nights in a row, but I'm starting to feel like we're giving too
7: much attention to John McCain. Now, now, he, here's the thing. Does this politically behoove President Trump? And I just don't think it does. We need to kind of let him go. He's dead. You know, I mean, politically, I never agreed with him. And I just don't feel like it really advances anything to talk about him anymore. I feel like President Trump needs to kind of let this one go.
2: Well, I'm going to respond to that, and then, then i got to go go to a break. I think the reason why we have to continue with this is because there's a lot of facts. The facts that are in this AM greatness article need to be understood by everybody. Because, and President Trump never drew first blood on John McCain, nor did he draw draw first blood on anybody else. And he is being used as a tool against Trump. Just like it's not going to go away. If uh, this is not going to go away, simply because Trump, you know, decides to not talk about McCain anymore, um, it, it's like any other issue. You know, it, it not addressing the issue, not punching back, doesn't make the issue go away. This is this is a man. He's being he's a tool now. If John McCain was no longer being used as a tool against Trump, I think I would agree with you there. But it's you know, I think we should have learned by by George W. Bush, who never addressed any accusations that were made against him, never punched back against anybody, just allowed himself uh, to be falsely accused and smeared, and never punched back. It, it he allowed every narrative against him to stick. People actually believe that what happened to Katrina was George W. Bush's fault because he was dumb enough to let them believe it. So I, I disagree with you. I, I think great minds can can think alike, and I thank you for calling in. You guys tell me what you think. Do you, do you agree with me or do you agree with Chet? 888-344-1170. Thank you, Chet, for calling in. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears, though, because the other question of the day is, should you date somebody who does not share your political opinions? Hmm, DJ Carrotsticks and I are gonna discuss on the other side of the break. Be sure to
4: follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1 North Cali, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
8: Investors seeking income often choose to invest in individual bonds, which have varying maturities ranging from one year to ten years. But instead of choosing just one maturity, spreading the capital over a series of maturities has several advantages. Among them is protection of principal in the event of swings in interest rates. There is an inverse relationship between bond prices and interest rates. In other words, bond prices tend to go down as interest rates go up and vice versa. If it's thought rates will go up, then maturities will be staggered to the short end so that when matured principal can be reinvested at higher rates. Conversely, if it's thought interest rates will go down, maturities will be staggered to longer term in order to lock in higher rates in a declining rate environment. If you'd like more information on laddering a portfolio of bonds, call me, John Harris, LPL Financial, 858 521 9619. That's 858 521 9619. Or email me, John K. Harris at LPL.com. That's dot k Harris at LPL.com. Imagine
0: doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple Steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose.
4: An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
5: Are you overwhelmed with more than $10,000 of credit card debt, personal loans, medical bills, or collections accounts? Do you find yourself getting nowhere, only making the minimum payments? Did you know that if you're only making the minimum payment, it could take you 20 years or more to pay off your debt? Hi, I'm Nicole Rothman from National Debt Relief. For years, you've heard National Debt Relief on the radio sharing how we can resolve your debt for a fraction of what you owe in just 24 to 48 months. I'm here to tell you it's not too good to be true. In fact, we've already helped hundreds of thousands of Americans resolve over $1 billion of debt. We're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and have received over 35,000 five-star reviews. The best part is... We don't earn a penny until we've successfully resolved your debt.
1: If you have $10,000 or more in debt, call National Debt Relief today for your free debt assessment and see how much you can save. Call 800-377-3066. That's 800-377-3066. Again, that's 800-377-3066. FM
0: 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer.
1: Andrea K
4: telling you like it is all while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Okay, it is Friday Eve, so we got the weekend coming up. People starting to make their plans. Sometimes, you know, they're already out on Thursday night. Because Friday they feel like they ain't got to perform too much at work, so you know people think about dating, thinking about trying to see who they can meet up with. They got their phone out, they got that dating app ready to go. So you know, in fact, I'm wondering if DJ, yeah, uh huh, is that what you listen to, DJ Carrot Sticks, when you're when you got to apps out and you're. you're
3: like, <laughs> this is what I hear in my head when I see AOC. <laughs>
2: Uh, Okay, so AOC, absolutely insane politically, and you're going to swipe right on that? You're going to go for that?
3: Well, we wouldn't have to talk about politics the whole time.
2: (laughs) All right, seriously, huge story today at the top of Drudge. Millennials care more about dates, politics, than good sex, a survey comes out. Uh, They quote a 33-year-old Nadine who says, If I see somebody who's like, I'm moderate or conservative, I keep swiping. Bronx, set, Bronx uh, resident says. Um, yesterday, I see this one guy on, on Hinge. She says, seemed really great till I saw he marked himself as conservative. I nipped that in the bud. Well, you know what? What makes you think he would want you, Nadine? Okay. I don't even know. So this article goes on to say that, you know, it's increased. The interest in dating someone with similar political beliefs has gone up 165% since 2004, while having good sex has decreased as a priority 30%. I think this is good news, DJ Carrot Sticks, because aren't we supposed to be dating to find a mate for life? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're making my argument easy. Oh. So then why in the world would you go out with AOC? Because if you're going to find a mate for life, then you really need to find somebody who shares your values. And let me tell you, the, and shares your religious beliefs. And to the left, man, there's no tolerance for anything other than what they want.
3: No, I definitely agree. On the left, they have no tolerance. And that's why in the article, and actually me and uh, DJ Potato Skins talked on your show before about um, having multiple experiences where on dating apps, Girls swipe left because they see that we're conservative. But if you were to have read that article a bit further, there was a I don't know if she was a marriage counselor or something there. She was talking about how it's actually not necessarily good for a relationship to have all the same beliefs that it puts you in a silo. (laughs) <laughs> and that you know that sometimes when you argue and stuff it creates a little bit more excitement in a relationship. Well, I think
2: that's fine if you're debating like skins and I were before the show to use sour cream as an ingredient on potato skins or not. I mean, you know, something like that. But when you're talking about pro life, for example, pro life issues or you're talking about uh you know, dating somebody who thinks that we should ban airplanes and farting cows DJ carrot sticks because you like the way AOC looks. I mean seriously, how do you how do you raise children when you've got that kind of disparate beliefs in terms of values and traditions?
3: Well, I wasn't there was a politician running uh, a Republican that was running on the 2016 campaign. I forget who it was, but he was Republican, and his family are all Democrats. Yeah, so, that
2: was Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan and, yeah. yeah, and I don't think that that um, – and I think that could uh, lead us to believe why he lives behind a big, fat, beautiful wall but funded everything President Obama wanted, including refugees from terrorist countries and open borders and, you know, um, really e- even his tax plan – he balanced with gr- grotesque spending, so yeah. I mean, I think that I think that kind of now we understand why why Paul Ryan was such a rhino.
3: If you, I, I think if the people dating are polar opposites when it comes to politics, as far as like they just go you know straight down the line, Republican straight down, then it's not going to happen. It's not going to work out. But maybe if they're a little bit more moderate, and maybe they have open minds, and you can change their minds on certain politics. Parts of their, you know, what the Democrats believe in.
2: You think you can change AOC's mind away from banning airplanes. airplane? I could.
3: <laughs> Give her a little taste of Todd. She'll be wearing Make America Great Again hat in a week.
2: You remind me of some women that used to come in a club I worked at in LSU. And I worked with a couple of, uh, my girl Liz and I worked with a couple of incredibly gorgeous gay men. Patrick and Carl, and these women would come in. They would get a look at Patrick and Carl, and and they come over to us. Oh, you know, can can you introduce me to him? And we'd be like, sister, it ain't happening. Okay, you ain't going. To, you ain't getting anywhere with Patrick or Carl. Oh no, they just hadn't gone out with me. I could change them. I can turn them. Let me tell you, no matter what your beliefs are, Carl and Patrick, we're not changing teams for anybody. I don't care where she looked like. So no, I mean, I think that marriage is tough enough. I think dating is tough enough. And I think that, the, and what bugs me about this article is, is it is all based on the premise that really, you know, the entire subject, I mean, why even ask this question? Because it's strictly just about having sex. It, it continues to propagate the cultural issue that we've got right now to where, uh, relationships are devalued. Uh, marriage is devalued. Um, monogamy is devalued. And, you know, I really think that this does a lot of of damage and I'm, and I'm putting that on you as you go into the weekend, my friend.
3: Well, I think it's telling that in the beginning of the article, they, they said the lady, she swiped left. Well, I mean, if you swipe left, swipe right, it means you're going to go on a date, but that doesn't necessarily sex. But, you know, just by her saying swipe left, they're, they're, you know, they're implying that she's, you know, that I wouldn't be, you know, she wouldn't have sex with this person.
2: Well, you know, I just think that, you know... (sighs) I think we should go back to the old fashioned way of dating. You know, you, you, which, wha, you know, I started to say go into bars and I was going to make a joke, but I never dated anybody I met in a bar. Dudes out in bars are just looking to get a leg over. They ain't looking to, to for anybody they can take home to mama. They're looking for somebody they can take home. Okay. So, you know, I think we should go back to the old fashioned way of dating for which was for me was to meet people. Somebody who came with a good reference, somebody that knew somebody that you knew. Yeah. You, you they had a good reputation, somebody that you knew that they, made a good living i mean you think about the frauds that are happening in these dating sites you know whether it's using 20 year old pictures or they pretend that angles yeah yeah i mean anybody can lie about anything you know so i don't
3: know and the 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 rate of which girls are you know approached or hit on on the apps compared to guys is just ridiculous it's like the difference between a gatling gun and and a like one shot pistol I get no responses, but I'll sit next to my friend who's a girl and watch hers and it's like ding, 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 ding. Mine's like bing every half an hour.
2: Hey, at least you're getting a bing, man. Yeah, one bing. Yeah, there's lots of dudes Usually out there right now that are like, I ain't I ne- never get a bing. I never get a dingy. Okay. Well, I do
3: have some ch- thing going on with a princess from Zimbabwe. She just needs like $300 to get freed from prison.
2: Well, you're lucky that's America. all she's asking for at this point. Uh, there are, and I do, how much time I have left, my friend? we got one minute left, and that's about all the time I want to give to this story. The, the Georgia Democrat, Democrat women have decided to retaliate against the heartbeat abortion ban uh, with their own thing that they want to impose on men. They want to require men to obtain pos- a permission from an, a partner before they're able to get a prescription for Viagra, uh, ban vasectomy procedures, make it an aggravated assault for a man to have sex with a woman without a condom, and require that they report however many, t- how often they, quote, release sperm from their testicles. This is a disgusting, gross attempt to try to shame men for the fact that some men actually believe that a child has the right to life. Okay. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. See y'all tomorrow night.